All right, welcome to town, all the uh, out-of-towners for uh, state wrestling. I noticed the traffic is picked up here on Dodge Street. People, instead of taking the, I almost said the freeway. The freeway? Uh, I will say the interstate. PCH? Um, you know, maybe people got off. They want to travel down Dodge. They're in town, so if you own like Honk. a if you own a, uh, a prom dress shop, you could be very, very popular. That's what I hear the girls like yeah. to do at state championship events. Well, they come down to the big city. Well, even, even in Lincoln, they go prom dress shopping. Oh, okay. Well, I just figured you got more options. And I, I can I can speak to this personally because when I was in Columbus, we had a buckle, we had a J.C. Penny. Um, did you have a Sears? Yes. What about, what about yes, a, you did. What about a Montgomery Ward? Uh no, <laughs> no. Do when did Montgomery Wards go out? That had to be a while ago. But we did not have uh, a Montgomery Ward. What about a Kmart? Uh, a Sears. Yes, there was one. Well, there was a Kmart. I knew where it was. It was. It was gone but i i knew where the land was so they did have that but yeah like i was i basically had to go to either jc penny or buckle which i'm sorry i was too old for the buckle so i would find myself on my trips how old were you i was in my late 20s okay um i would head back late 20s early 30s i would head back to omaha like you know for various reasons almost every weekend and so yeah that's when i would do my shopping so i was i was one of them i i feel you people yeah see i never when i was in high school all of the state championships were in des moines and we were basically lived we, in we were uh, like when I was in high school, our girls athletics were a lot better than boys. Mm-hmm. Like we had a great softball program. Uh, Gary Page was the head coach, but like the girls basketball program was really, really good. Um, so like the boys never went to the state tournament. We'd have a couple of wrestlers go to state wrestling. And as, as, as much as I've, I've grown to like what goes on at the Chai, yeah. it can't, it can't touch what happens in Iowa when it comes to the state wrestling tournament. Which has lost a little bit of its luster when they moved out of Vets Auditorium, but you have to upgrade. Now you're over in Wells Fargo. Mm-hmm. Um, but we never got to like travel anywhere. You're like, hey, you want to go to the state wrestling tournament? Oh, yeah. we drive downtown. Oh, I've been in that building numerous times. So it's kind of cool. I like you, you know, people come from out of town. And and hey, we're not going to rape and pillage you here in Omaha if you have like a 93 on your license plate. <laughs> okay, we might be very cognizant that you might. You know, have trouble with some of our streets. Yep. Get in but the just other also lane. know, old also market. Know, old market does have one ways. Just know that. Also know that we don't have yeah as many one ways. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can navigate a little bit better. Our buildings are a little bit taller. True, it's very true. Should be able to find um, your, your destination easily. Our panhandlers are a little bit more aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's compared true. to uh, Lincoln. Yeah, you take the good of the bad. Oh. But we're glad to have you here. We'll take your money and have a good time, <laughs> and you know someday. Put in a good word that state boys and girls basketball should be in Omaha. Yeah. Just and now I just queued up Texter Bernie, who he will get on Twitter, and now he will get all of that. I have to one 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 thing about the state wrestling. So it is boys and girls, um, and I've been very curious about girls wrestling, and now we're seeing it at the college level. Yep. I and what are we on our? Was this a second or third year that we've had girls high school wrestling? I had never been to a duel, and a uh, good good friend of the show and good friend of ours and well-known, Rob Zadiska, who is a big wrestling guy, mm-hmm. S- huge supporter of wrestling. You know, and his kids went through Westside, so his daughter wrestled. So Westside girls have been really, really good in wrestling. I went to a duel this year, and I don't know what I was really expecting. Yeah. Um, I, I will say that I am a fan. I, I am a fan of girls wrestling because it is it, there's no difference. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe the, you know the strength and the skill level. Yeah, overall compared size. to the boys. Yeah, but you know what? The number one, the, the thing that wrestling is so great that it teaches you all the different things about motivation and you know the tactical and responsibility yeah. and and drive and all of yeah, that. It's a physical, stuff. mental. Yeah, it's yeah. A, the perfect blend of physical. It's mental. still competition. Yeah, and I sat there and uh, with a friend of mine who has got a daughter that wrestles at Westside, and I was like, you know what? This is. This is no different. It's at the same elements of boys wrestling as with girls wrestling, mm-hmm. and I, I'm I'm here for it. So I'm glad that it has grown in the state. There are opportunities for young girls that want to wrestle that they don't have to wrestle boys yeah. or be shunned and like, nah, you yeah, you can't. They have a place to wrestle, and I'm glad that the state has embraced it and it's continued to grow. And if you get to see it for the first time, you haven't seen it the last couple of years, and you're downstate wrestling, and you watch girls high school wrestling, you're like, yeah. And I, and I like that they're under the same umbrella. We don't separate them and say, girls, why don't you go out to Kearney and wrestle? Right. The boys come to Omaha and wrestle. Yeah. No, we don't do that. Good on the NSAA for that. And, and this was, I think, the last year that I was covering uh, the state wrestling when I was working in Columbus. And I... Now that it, it's been long enough, it's been long ago enough to where I'm because this was right when you you would get a few uh, female wrestlers, and you would get the occasional one that would qualify for state, and then there were certain high schools, especially Catholic high schools, that they were against that, so they had to forfeit yeah. that match. My heart broke for them because you anybody who's ever competed or covered or have just been involved in a, in a state championship event, you know that is like the height of excitement for that competitor, whether we're talking teams or individuals. And to basically, you know, you win a match and then you move on to the next round and to have that adrenaline, that excitement, and all of a sudden you're told, well, that person refuses to wrestle you. So, I mean, you win, but you win by four. Like, I'm, I'm so glad. And yeah. this, I mean, we're talking like 2012, 2013 when this happened. Ten years now, we're it, now it's much bigger. It, there's so much more equality with the sport because even back then, you saw you saw some some badass wrestlers on the female side of it, and that was a really cool thing to see. Now it's grown, and I'm glad that that did. Yeah, we've also. I'm glad stopped, that wasn't a deterrent. We've also stopped this BS of oh, I could wrestle a girl and beat her. <laughs> I know this from my high school experience. I, I know that I'm not lining up, and we have a little bit of a weight differential. Uh, lining up to wrestle uh, Reagan over at Westside. I know I'm not well, doing that. I'll say this about wrestlers across the board, whether you're male or female. And I remember this from high school. There were some of the guys that were like, you know, in the 140 class that, you know, I had like 40 pounds on them or, you know, the 120 class, I had like 60 pounds on them. I'm still not messing with them. I am not messing with any of them. All right. So that gets underway here this morning. I would love to be the PA, one of the PA guys there. They have like three. Wrestlers clear the mats. Yep. Uh, when I was in high school, we had a uh, a great and and he was the voice of uh, Vets Auditorium as the lone PA announcer for the state wrestling, mm-hmm. but he was ours at Urbandale, was Ed Winninger. And Ed has passed on, but they named uh, this huge statewide wrestling tournament uh, after him. Yeah. It is held every, I think it's still every January over in Urbandale. Uh, but he let me do the PA for a wrestling meet. Because all I wanted to do is, I, wrestlers, clear the mats. Yeah. You know, up on mat number one yep. at 125 pounds. And I was like, that's cool. That is... Uh, like Olympic swimming? Take yeah. your mark. But he had like the voice. It was yeah. a very distinctive voice of wrestlers, clear the mats. And yeah. then the whole place would go nuts. Yeah. So if anybody so is like sick time. today and doesn't 
you know, can't do the PA. Oh, okay. I'm available until about five, and then I got to go to Baxter Arena. But I'll come down and I'm pretty sure I'll there's the PA. Last time I was there, there was like a rotation of three at least yeah. for the first day because you get the one announcement for like, okay, this matter, and then all of a sudden yeah. it's another guy's voice. Then there was always a female voice too, so you had like three that would just be like on top of each other. One announcement made three seconds in between, then another announcement. Yeah. So you got to Yeah, they need bodies, man. By the way, good news to report because there are some people that tweeted at us yesterday, and those that are listening, we are posting again. So the segments are coming back from. So anything you missed yesterday and stuff that you missed today, it's... that a boy, Jimmy. Minutes. Listeners, take your mask. <laughs> um, all right. So yesterday, uh, I, I, I discussed about what's going on with the the, the Omaha area in mm-hmm. terms of uh, the NHL. And it came out later in the day that the person that kicked the tires with Gary Bettman of the NHL is Rod Yates, who is Nebraska Crossing owner. Yep. Now, Rod and a few of his fellas... I'm going to be in New York City tomorrow to talk to Gary Bettman. Right. I, 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 every, everything I say, I preface with this is a long shot. I mean, this is, but it's. But kudos to them for having well, the vision. I, I think they, I think it's a fact. Right now, it's a fact finding mm-hmm. to see if this could be real mm-hmm. on both ends. Yeah. But it's. You get on the radar, though. It's, it's, it's down the road. Mm-hmm. But they have presented some numbers and got a nice feedback, so they're going to have a discussion. But that's not the number one story. So what came out yesterday is the Nebraska crossing area is about to just, you know, I got 2,000 acres. They want to make it into a district. They just want to expand is uh, something that's been going on since the summer is John Cook. You remember there was a monster, was it $5 million donation to the NIL, deal. The NIL yeah. for specifically for Nebraska volleyball. Yep. Well, where did that come from? Nebraska Crossing. Rod Yates. So right now, USA Volleyball, uh, which is the Olympic uh, part of this, so the USA Volleyball Program training facility uh, is located in Anaheim, California. Uh, reading, it is not in great shape. Yeah, didn't realize that. Um, you know, you go there to train... And you basically live there. The housing isn't great. The housing is expensive. And there have been whispers in the volleyball community as early as a year ago of, is Anaheim really the best place for this? And so some movers and shakers in the volleyball world got word of it. And they were like, we like volleyball. We support volleyball. We live in a volleyball state. Mm -hmm. John Cook, can you find out some information? Boom. Next thing you know, I'll get you in touch with the CEO. This is on the fast track. And from everything I've heard, this is happening is that USA Volleyball and their Olympic training is going to move to Gretna. Just another feather in the cap of the sport in this state. Mm-hmm. Which on, it's a great year. From, from youth, club, high school, college, now we see pro. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable the growth of volleyball in about 30 years in this area. And this just is another layer of that. Mm-hmm. So that that's project, right for it that too. project is about done. Yeah. I mean, that, that's been going on for a while. That's going to be finished. I got a lot of questions yesterday because when we talked about this a week ago, you know, we were both saying, I don't know, man, is, is CHI the place because yeah. of what is your revenue stream there? Because you don't own the building You'd be mm-hmm. in cooperation with Mecca. We both are agreed the, you'd have to the, build a new are place. Are the suites, yeah. you know, and, and so, yeah, we said, 
you'd have to build a new place. Yeah. Well, yesterday was, and when I said Gretna is a spot because you have Omaha, but you also got to draw in Lincoln. If you're gonna you're gonna do something like this, again, I preface it, long shot. You you gotta you gotta go from what a million people here, add another three hundred thousand. So there's 1.3 million people that are right there that can support it, and people in Lincoln don't feel like driving downtown is you know driving to Siberia. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'll drive to. So you're saying don't that's, don't name the from team. Some yet. places in Lincoln, that's 20 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it is. wait a minute, Lincoln traffic sucks. Um, <laughs> so about 30 minutes. Just keep your crime out. So, but but I got the questions uh, from numerous people yesterday about what? Why would you build an? Well, if you have a owner and a developer and he's building a district. He isn't turning over his prized possession to someone else. You keep your prized possession where you want to keep it, where you have an arena where people come to, because then what do they do? They come to your arena for all the different events that Mm -hmm. are going to be there, including an NHL team. Again, long shot. Another concert And And you have all of the other tenants that are in Nebraska Crossing that benefit, and you attract more people. So that's why if this ever came to fruition, you would have an arena out there and not get into the arena downtown. Now, maybe initially, while your arena would be being built, you would have a partnership with Mecca and you would play at CHI, but that would not be where you would end up. What I love about the idea, again, and I'm like you, I will preface by saying major, major long shot. When typically you get a change of venue or if you're trying to launch something, it's usually the facility itself being built and then everything around it is supposed to be built. And, and we, we just talked to Marty yesterday. And I think the, the thought was when they put Warner Park there is, man, a great ballpark, good location, and there's so much room to build that you're going to have a lot of entertainment options, a lot of dining, restaurant, bar options around there. And it's just going to be sort of what we love about ballparks when you can come out of the ballpark and spill onto something else. And that hasn't happened. What you would have in this situation, if I'm reading it correctly, with the Good Life District, is you would have most of that infrastructure when it comes to your entertainment district already up and functioning on top of what you have in Nebraska Crossing, which is already, uh, you know, it's I don't I hate when people call it an outlet mall because my thought of outlet malls when I grew up, especially in that old spot, was like an old fossil place or like a z cavarici outlet you know and oh wow yeah <laughs> throw an antique i mean store it's, it's it. a great shopping center and now you're starting you know you've you've got some dining options now near and around too Structure. and you're gonna have even more that you would already have that part of it built for the most part then with an actual facility going up and so once the facility itself would be completed if this happened you'd already have all of that stuff established which i think is kind of rare yeah. when it well, when you, you know, see the launching at, of these things downtown so they have they have they have tried this. And man, it's cool that we live in this community. There's a lot of forward thinkers. That's what I take from this. Oh, also through this whole process, you know what I realized? Um cuz cuz some people have bent my ear. <laughs> I I didn't put you this is I'm admitting this, this is bad on me. I didn't put two and two together that the developer Johnny Dorn is the former Nebraska is pitcher. The Johnny Dorn yeah, is yeah. the Johnny Dorn. Yep. Um yeah, Johnny's doing but well for himself. We have a lot of forward thinkers. Mm-hmm. Now, 
I, I wonder where people are coming from to move right. into this community because we have a lot of rooftops that are being built. Yeah. We have a lot of apartments that are being built. I don't know where these people are coming from. If you build but, it, they will come. But look at downtown. So you build TD Ameritrade. Think about what, what corporate name do we have on the building these days. Now to the Chuck. It has been a slow process, right, to build up around there. Now, you don't have that facility used continuously. Mm -hmm. They're trying. You know, I like the concert idea after the College World Series. Yep. But it's basically Creighton baseball. Big Ten baseball stops by for a cup of coffee. And then we go into the College World Series. But you drive by it numerous times and the place is empty. And you're like, yep. mm, okay. Yep. They have tried to build up around there. I mean, they're starting. It's taken a while. You know, the millwork commons mm -hmm. has started to grow. Yep. That's what that's what Warner Park. I you know going back to when Marty called in yesterday, that's what Warner Park was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. the The prime example of all of this is Truist in Truist Park in Atlanta. Yeah, they got it. That's where the Braves play. If you've, if you've been there, if you've not, look online. Mm -hmm. It's a city that has grown up around it. Yeah, and that's kind of what the concept is. That's mm -hmm. kind of what they're going to do at 192nd and Dodge. They'd like to do out in Gretna. Is you have a main piece and then a city grows around it so kind of what they've tried to do downtown around the ballpark but it's been a lot slower and you don't have as much foot traffic um you know as what they would do out there yeah. so if i'm coming to let's say i'm coming to an nhl game i got a place to drink and eat before the game maybe i go and shop or you're coming with your wife she's not a hockey fan you go to the game and your wife goes shopping. Yeah, you go with some buddies and I mean, you know sexist or anything, but that's no, no. no. That's how, I mean, but, that's how developers look at that. Right, it's, you got to look at all yeah. of it. We want everybody's money. Well, and and this is the so I know a lot of people follow. Well, again, we talked about the Kansas City baseball stadium now being moved to downtown. A lot of a lot of things about that make sense to me because that's how I and even now married and having a son, that's still how I want to experience. A baseball game is having the options before, during, and after, where I can go from one place, walk across the street or two, right to the ballpark, come out of the ballpark, be able to do something different if I want to, well, and you have that opportunity. You can't do that at Kaufman. Well, this is so. Again, if you had, if you had a place to play for a couple of years, and you had land, the smart play in Lincoln is to tear down Memorial Stadium. Right. Just redo Memorial Stadium, yeah. but then do Memorial Stadium with a city around it. You get struck down for saying such a thing. But you'd make so much money. Well, I... But yeah, you'd have to relocate would, for... Because oh, that, that's, hey, not, that's not a one-year... Would, wouldn't eh. it make sense? Remember, it would. you want to control the revenue. So you want to keep the revenue... Mm -hmm. You know, that's a big thing with, you know, College World Series. They want to keep that revenue right around the ballpark, yeah. okay? And that's why the Spurs want to arena. I necessarily want you going over down, you know, walking to the old market... They want to keep it right there. Yep. Is with Nebraska, would it surprise anybody in the next 10 years if the athletic department buys the Champions Club and turns it into like a Husker City? No, I expect that to happen. Where be awesome. you have eat and drink options, not mm -hmm. tailgating. Now, that would cause another <laughs> issue because would. we're already we're already losing parking spots in Lincoln yeah. for football. Uh People are gonna have some speaks, um, and you're gonna lose more when you start when you tear down the stadium after next mm -hmm. year because you're gonna lose, yeah, you're gonna lose more spots. Yeah. So parking's an issue in Lincoln, 
And at the Champions Club, you have parking and you have tailgate. So you got that. But I still expect that next to happen. 10, next 10 years, wouldn't surprise me if mm-hmm. the athletic department makes a move on the Champions Club and that becomes Husker City. Mm-hmm. So you go there. Instead of going to the bars on O Street, yep. you come to the and stadium you, and, you, and you have the experience at the money. stadium and you're there and you're eating and mm-hmm. drinking at Husker City right across the street. So then you just walk across the street, you walk into a brand new stadium. Mm-hmm. That's where we're that's where we're going and building all these facilities. It's a whole so, experience. Lawrence, Kansas doing the same thing. So it's frustrating when Warner Park doesn't have anything around it. Right. All right, here's Mike that might be able to I got a little insight on Warner Park. Good morning, Mike. Mike. Our phone system sucks. Yeah. I'm just telling you right now. People that are in charge, fix the phone system. The phone system in this building sucks. Yep. Mike had a good point, and for some reason, the phone system blows. Call back, Mike, please. Yes. It, I feel like if, if for some reason our phone system is if you wait on hold for longer than like three or four minutes, we can't hear you then. Or it cuts you off or whatever. Our phone system blows as much as the Niners' decision to take the ball first in overtime. <laughs> It cost him a Super Bowl. Mm. It cost us a good call. Cost us a good call. Mike, if you got a chance, please call back. Yeah. All right. There we go. Yeah. I, I, I get called in the office after that little rant. Nah. But you didn't say anything that wasn't true. That's and true. you didn't break That's an FCC point. rule. Yeah. And, and you know what? And, and you got support. You got you got the 1620 The Zone brothers that'll support you. will stand Fine. behind you on that one. Let's balance this out. Go to 1620thezone.com now and sign up for stuff. <laughs> there. <laughs> sign up for everything. I think we're still giving away $5,000. We are. Do yes. That. That's happening. Do we we'll have do a that. comment page on our. Our uh, website at 1620thezone.com? I don't know. I'll that's send a, an email. That's a, that's a great question. People like emails. Do, you have a su- do suggestion boxes still exist? <laughs> just put a little box out in the hallway. We So this is well before you guys ever worked here. This is a couple of GMs ago. He did have a suggestion box oh. right at the front <laughs> desk for employees only. Okay. So, <laughs> so you could write suggestions and put them in there and... I think it showed he wasn't here very long. Kind of showed his leadership skills. Yeah, people were being fugazi. I'm sure they were just writing. Yeah, in crayon. And, and all of a sudden, <laughs> it lasted about two and a half weeks. There was like a piece of like paper with gum in it. It's like, all right. Yeah. Uh, well, I apologize to Mike and everybody else that has been. It's not just our show. It's six eight it's, uh, through Jimmy's show. The yeah. phones blow. Hmm. Oh. I'd, like to, I'd like to say we're working. Hey, there you go. Did, Maybe that worked. Did it do something? <laughs> you just knock us offline. <laughs> I mean, at this point, could it get any? Sometimes we rattle things and it works. You never know. All right, forty like uh, six, yeah. TV to work. Forty-six past the hour. Uh, at least I got visions of, not visions, but I got views of spring training starting. So, mm-hmm. pitchers and uh, catchers. Guardians are uh, officially. Cody Bellinger today. ever going to sign? Blake nope. Snell ever going to sign? Matt Chapman ever going to sign? Montgomery, also out there too. Uh, Rolo uh, writes in decent candy. How about tearing down the club and putting in a parking garage that has two levels of shops dining on the bottom? Good idea. I would be down with that too, because then you know what you're you're bringing the best of both worlds: more parking, or at least you're not eliminating all the parking, and you still have the entertainment options. That that is exactly every new stadium plan. You know, Jimmy and Lawrence, your your alma mater, doing the same thing. I talk about me. I'm I feel like good. everybody is doing that because it, it it it's it's almost like the wave of like when we got to make college money athletics. Year. Well, yeah, like when college athletics decided, hey, we're you know what we're going to allow alcohol at our venues. You get that revenue stream, but you're right, Jimmy. You need you only hands. get that for a certain period of time. How can we capitalize on this actual facility 
around it, can we surround with anything and still have a steady revenue stream? And you tell me people in Nebraska aren't going to come to Lincoln year-round just to take in a Husker cool. City or Hall yeah. of Fame or people that don't always get to go to games. Tailgating loses its luster in a parking garage, though. Also, Unless true. you're on the top floor. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it gets a little bit chilly. It does, well, or Being hot. Being there on the sixth floor of the parking garage. Or really, really hot and You watch out September. for the sun. Melanoma's a thing. It is true. They they do have a parking issue in Lincoln. Yeah. I mean, we they keep building, look, now listen to me, they keep building these academic buildings that are taking up uh, spots on I'm Saturday. <laughs> we didn't come on Saturday to, to learn about school? Come on. There Get are, your heads up. What there, Cardell hey, say one there time? There are a lot of, there are a lot of options. Didn't go to play school to yeah. make because one of the so this was before Trev took over about the stadium, uh, and we had some fun with it on the radio station. Is they wanted to, they weren't going to completely tear down the South Stadium. This was a Bill Moose idea. They weren't going to completely tear down the South Stadium, but they wanted. So you know, the the end goal is to make Memorial Stadium a year-round destination, mm-hmm. regardless of the eight Saturdays in the fall. They want, they want Memorial Stadium to be a place where you're coming year-round. And one of Moose's ideas was to build apartments that were attached to the South Stadium so that you could essentially Watch. live yeah. in Memorial Stadium. <laughs> huh. and, yeah. and, the, and the bottom level of it would be like, look like basically the rail yard. Yeah, That's what they wanted to do. That was one of the ideas. And uh-huh. there are, you know, if you think about it, and you run with this concept. Now you're a little landlocked in certain spots. Yeah, building a Husker City is not out of the realm of possibility. I, I think in ten years you'll have a brand new stadium, and then you'll have like a quote unquote Husker City. How cool would that be, though, to be in a some type of living quarters? It kind of reminds me of the Creighton dorms that can look in a Seaman Stadium, but you're in living quarters in you actually have apartments that are connected to the stadium uh-huh. or you have like this major rooftop. That's, that's the appeal. That yeah. would be, I, that would actually be kind of cool. Well, and so the you idea, you could charge a lot so, of money. So, you know, I went and asked questions cause I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting concept. This doesn't seem real. We don't do this at Nebraska. R- right. It's not um, traditional. So duty noble, the baseball field at Mississippi state, which has apartments that are in left field that, you know, you overlook the stadium. That was kind of the idea. Now, these would not be built where you would overlook the stadium. Mm-hmm. You would just, you live at one Memorial Stadium place. Yeah. that's pretty, Put that on your address right there. That's kind of cool. All right. Uh, 50 past the hour. Steve Simple's coming up uh, at about uh, 8.30 or so. Uh, Brian Edwards uh, stops by as, uh, well, it's morning from Sharp and Handley and Jimmy at 1620 The Zone.